welcome to episode 87 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll, and not Patrick Holland. <sighs> and not Patrick Holland. And uh, some say he's the Lucius Malfoy of the podcast. Uh-huh. Yes, when he's finished, he pulls the sock off in disgust and threatens a child. <laughs> it's producer Joe Power. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is the worst one because it just leaves out lots of key details of what happens in that scene. Literally strip it down to the bare bones and makes it sound horrific. Sock off in disgust. That's so horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And also, it's only book specific because it's it's different in the film. Yes, it is. In the well, in the film, he tries to kill a kid. He starts saying about a cadaver. Well, in 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 the film. Uh, the sock is hidden in the book. Yes, and he just hands it to Dobby. In the in the book, he peels the sock off, throws it in disgust, and mm. Dobby catches it. Yes, of course. So. Uh, which which do you think is better, mate? I uh, I like the fact that he peels it off in disgust and throws it. Right, Although it okay. does show that Carrie's you know a bit more cerebral with the. Uh... But why didn't he just throw the book aside? It's weird that he handed the book. Yes, to yes, it is weird. So, but uh, yeah, we are patless. Um, we'll at the minute. for now. For now, um, we're we're fitting this episode in between. Uh, we've only got like an hour slot, so in the entire week, yeah, yeah, in the entire week, we thought, right, we'll get in hour slot, keep it tight, keep it tight, keep it tight. <laughs> uh, and so we said to Pat, well, I will try and get here for half past. I end up getting here for twenty five past. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, you did say in your message, I think I can get to you for twenty five past. Yeah, you were spot on, mate. So what I said was get. If Pat gets here, maybe about five minutes, you two sort of, you know, before me, you two are all settled. Yeah. I come in, sit down, bang, Gosh. we're going. Yes. But Pat is not here. Pat's not here. <laughs> Pat's not here. Um, we think he's been let down by the trains. We, th- we Yes, there's every chance he's been, he's being honest and he has been let down by the trains, but there's also every chance that he just left his house 10 minutes late. Well, we, we looked up some train times, which we're <laughs> going to furnish him when he gets here. And say, oh, well, you could have been, you could be on this one, you could be on this one. Yep. I'm sure he'll take that very well as well. Oh, I'm sure Knowing he'll Pat, love it. <laughs> knowing Pat, I'll be like, oh, you're on a late one. If you had left early, you this one arrived <laughs> firmly on time, um, and you'd been fine. And you could have had a cup of tea, mate. You could have had a cup of tea because it's all because it's connected. Oh, I just realised my brother made me a cup of coffee this morning. I never drank it. Oh, well, that's going to be waiting for you when you get home. Yeah, it'd be cold. That's a shame. Never mind. You'd like iced coffee though. Yeah, but not when I do the icing. I don't know what the difference is. So iced coffee is like a frappuccino is made with the intention of being cold. It's not, it's not, <laughs> they've not just left the coffee and gone, hang on, I've got an idea, we can recycle this. I'm not part let's of just this call, coffee world. This is all brand new Do you not drink any coffee? No, I what don't do you do, like it. What do you do when you need a pick-me-up and you feel tired? Uh, ooh, if, if I'm really, if I'm really in need of something, maybe, maybe a Coke or something. Okay. All right. So caffeine from that way. That's how I'll get the caffeine in. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, yeah. Uh, hot drinks in general. I only really drink them when I'm ill. Right. So sometimes I'll have a hot chocolate. More often than not, it's like honey and lemon. Sure. Sure. And um, uh, a little dash of sugar as a nice. treat. Why not? What? Um, well, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, my week's been all right. Um, what have I done? Well, a lot of admin stuff really this week. Sort of. Uh, Alma, the other band that two members of codes are in are on tour at the moment and so we're gearing up for a new tour so it's like admin bits like getting things like the merch ready mm. and stuff like that but are you saying normally alma do the guys in alma do the admin 
and because they're on tour, you, it's down Spe- to you. Specifically, Kieran <laughs> does a lot of the admin. So, uh, so yeah, but basically, because we haven't been concentrating on the actual music side of things this week, so I've been doing some sure. admin bits and bobs. Uh, well, let's let's plug it. So, on the first November, Codes in the Clouds, London, London show. Where is it at? St Pancras Old Church. St Pancras Old Church. So yes. You, oh, and a new St support- Pancras. You got. King's Cross. Yes, you can go to Platform Nine and Three Quarters. You can go to Platform the Nine and Three Quarters, and then come see them play the song that's not uh, the theme tune to this. Not the theme tune to this. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. But if enough of you get, w- would you guys bow down to peer pressure? Do you reckon if the ch- crowd are chanting for it? Uh, uh, do you know what? That won't happen. So yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. You've heard it. He's laid down the challenge. I think, I think there's there's every chance that at least two of the guys won't remember how to play it. Oh, it's sounding good. <laughs> so we might play it. We might press play on the track over the speakers. Maybe. I think you'd probably get away with that. I think we get away. <laughs> yeah, just mime it. <laughs> just mime it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whenever you watch like old performances on Top of the Pops, a Sorry. lot of the time that was like miming, even with oh guitars. yeah yeah. Um, didn't Nirvana have to mime and they just hated it? Yeah. Uh, the, well, or they had to mime their it. instruments, and but Kurt Cobain sang live, and so he, right. apparently he sang it in like Morrissey's voice. He yes, he did. Yeah. Um, so that's so. If you want to see a Morrissey style look back, look up. <laughs> come on, the first November. <laughs> and if you are a Yorkshire train weirdo, we are doing yes. another live show on the twenty second November at the Podcast Social Club in Thirsk. Mm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. It's such a good lineup. Yeah, they, they seem like a, a passionate bunch. The people they that do, are running yeah, the festival, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I'm quite excited. It's all about podcasts these days. It's all about podcasts. It's all about these podcasts. Days. We need to eliminate. We've some been others. here from the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just from, weren't recording them. Yeah, we just yeah. That, well, funny enough, um, Pat used to record our conversations. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, there's one. Yeah, there's one that has gone into the ether though. Yeah, but, that's um, so sad. I found one. I found uh, Pat Trent. I think this is when Pat in 2011. Pat and our friend Mike went to 2011 slash 12. Mm. They went to uh, Australia, and I found a transcribe. Pat transcribed one of the conversations between me, him, and another friend. Oh, uh, really? I found the email to it the other day that's and read through it, and it was just yeah. He tra- but he transcribed. There's there's a there's a famous conversation we had that, that we entitled uh, the Barnhurst Shuffle. Yes, it was. Genuinely, I remember this night because this was a. In fact, we put up pictures from that party. Yes, that, we did. There's a picture of the three of us that yeah. are somewhere on our Twitter looking a lot that, thinner, a lot thinner, and a lot uh, less hairy. Yes. Um, uh, and I remember getting into the car that night, and no offense to everyone else was there. I loved everyone else that was at that party and still love them. But we were on the way there, and it was me, you, Pat, and our mate, Tom Shepard. And I said, as soon as I got in the car, I was like, I'm only coming because I'm really looking forward to the journey there and the journey back. That's going to be the best part of my night. And it didn't let down. That journey back was one of the funniest journeys back ever. And Pat recorded it, but then he lost the recording. He lost the recording. But it was so, such a funny funny night. Very funny night. And we can't ever explain what the Barnhurst Shuffle no, is. No, no, it's, it's, um... One, it's, it's only an funny joke. to us. Yeah, it's a total in-joke. But it does prove that we were podcasting way back when. We were podcasting. Well, Tom, yes, uh, me and you have been having conversations since about 1992. Podcast. Pod- yeah, yeah, 1992. 90, yeah, 90, I mean, what we were saying in 91. We were just unbroadcast podcasts. Exactly. We We've been doing it way... We did it way before Gervais. <laughs> yes, we did it way before Marin. Like, that was, <laughs> that was our thing. I don't think anyone else was having unbroadcastable conversations. 
I don't think they were. No. It was most, it was mo- the world was mostly nods before podcasts. You had films. <laughs> they existed. And you sure, had TV programs. But you didn't have podcasts. No, no, no. But we were doing it. <laughs> so come see the originators of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on the 22nd of November. Um, I, I'm, I I had to go to Yeovil on Thursday, and it was a long old drive. And, um, like, I just find that... Like, I'm very good at conversation with you guys. I'm just not very good at conversation with strangers. Did Still you, now. Did you have to drive another comic? No, no, time? no, I didn't. But I just when I got to the venue, just, like, making small talk... I'm awful at it. I just, I just... I just there was a guy, he was making me a panini, which was lovely... Nice um, man. <laughs> yeah. And then but then he just kept asking me questions. I was just like Ah, oh, yeah. See yeah, I'm I try my best. I'm okay uh, see your your thing is you drive everywhere. Mm. You drive to all your gigs. I I'm do. okay at conversations after a loosener or two. Right. I can have a couple okay. of beers and then I'm okay with conversation. Sure, but, and then you yeah. drive home. <laughs> and then I drive, then I drive home. <laughs> just really need fast. just need that confidence for that car journey. <laughs> I'm ju- uh, but yeah, I'm exactly just, the same. Just, I can't. Just oh, to say, it is update. now ten two. Uh, so Pat's ETA of forty five has passed that by five is, minutes. It, this kid is unreal. Um, yeah, no, I've, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I, I have this weird sort of complex and anxiety about mm. talking to people. I'm, I'm, I'm just constantly scared that what I'm saying is either stupid or boring. Like there was a point I went to a wedding last year. Don't feel anxious about that because sometimes you do. Yes, that's true. Like don't. I mean that is it. That is it. Yeah. Um, oh, you put the hit the nail right on the head there, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh who's this? Oh, we've got a Patrick. Oh, I thought I thought you would have. Yeah. How you doing? Good man. Good. Very good. <laughs> you enjoy it? good train journey in. Good. Tra- is is there a um? Is there a football on today? Is there a football? Yeah, there's some football. Yeah. A lot of drunk people around for this time of day. Oh, are they Yorkshiremen? Um, I don't know. I couldn't tell. Leeds, Leeds United coming to the southeast. Yeah, potentially possibly. could be a lot of uh, drunk people. Yeah. It's a little early in the day for that. Where where were the drunk people stationed? Um, they were sort of all over. Mm. Well, to be honest, actually, mainly heading into London and then in London. Right. Okay. Train train out smelled like smelled like drugs. <gasps> what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> on a Saturday. What have, I know, right? So the, the drive, Save that for work this breaks. Is for li- it's, it's Saturday morning. This so is the, live and kicking yeah. time. So the driver was stoned and just was taking his time. <laughs> um, so which which train did you get from Surbiton, Pat? We're trying to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the 46. The 46? Yeah, All because right. my bus was late and I missed the 27. The 27? Oh, right. Okay. Let me see. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> the, 20, just, the 27 just... would have got me to Clapham Junction in time to change to Victoria but because I missed the 27 I got the 46 to Waterloo got Waterloo East to Blackheath Blackheath to here oh right okay it wasn't you... a direct from Waterloo N- there was but it was like a half hour later oh I see I see well, say, okay, if, that all checks out. It all checks out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think I've been up to? Well, no, we were just we were just looking at the earlier train signs, and they would have got you here a lot. So, so a what lot time earlier. do you have to leave? Hey, uh, half past. We have got to smash through this. Yeah. We do not have time. Yeah. Right. So keep it tight, guys. Keep right, it tight. What have? Right, Tom Peeves. I can't remember. Yes, Peeves. Pat- 
Pat was late. Pat was very late. <laughs> no, no, no. Very, very late would be when we recorded with Ross and we had to move it to the afternoon. Oh, that's a good point. I'm yeah, yeah. 15 minutes late. <laughs> Mitch, you're defending yourself <laughs> by bringing up Pat past Pat and saying, actually, I think you're fine. That guy's an idiot. It could have been worse. I believe I'm within the 15-minute-ish window either side of being uh, here at 11.30. Well, no, it's, tw- it's, not, it's, it's 5 to 12, <laughs> Pat. Ish has passed. Ish, we're beyond oh, ish. Right, okay. <laughs> this so, is 12-ish. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I can see that as 10 minutes late. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, I wrote that down. Linda Hamilton. Ah, um, the original Pat, returning Sarah Connor. The original returning Sarah Connor. Uh, Pat, you referred to We're in as, peeves, by the way, in case peeves, listeners so. haven't... Pat, <laughs> Pat did do a peeve. Did. I'd, yeah, but I'd already forgotten that we were doing peeves. Right, oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was peeves for you. next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat, you referred to them as 90s Nick Cage movies. Yeah. Gone in 60, uh, 2000 release. Oh, really? Yes. Um, that's, that's why it's that's 90s-ish. Not, that's why it's not as good. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the... Yeah, 2000 is the last year of the 90s, right? It's their, it's their 10. No. It is. The min- <laughs> <laughs> 2000 is you, not in the 90s. You count 1990 as the 80s. It's the last year of the 80s. It's their 10. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, if, otherwise, that you have no, to have it's a year. No, because zero is their one. So their wait, 10 no, is no. nine. But if we go right back to the beginning of time... <laughs> Year zero. So, <laughs> so would you say that's it's not in this? Year. So, would you say the year two thousand is not in this century? Then, um, yeah, why not? If we count back a hundred years from right. now, okay. Imagine. <laughs> so it's it's in the nineties, but the nineties aren't in the century, but that one is. When, when you Depends heard where you start, when counting. you heard tonight we're going to party like it's nineteen ninety nine, you were just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> party a year later, two thousand. That's when everyone partied. Parties. <laughs> Pat is firmly uh, ready to change his whole entire outlook on the calendar of life. Yeah. Just so God in sixty is in the nineties. I, yeah, I just don't, I just don't like being told I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll do anything. That's yeah. um, my... he has trouble looking at timetables. That's his problem. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not fighting. I'm not, I'm not rising to so, it. So, so who's? So, did you miss the the bus? Or was the bus early? The bus was late. The bus was late. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I got to the train station late, so I had to go a later train. Cool. Okay. Um, it, all, it all checks out, and let's be friends for the next half an hour. Yeah. Of course, we haven't got haven't got time to fall we out. We haven't got time. Haven't got right. time to fall <laughs> out. He's he's made sure of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. my, my clever scheme. <laughs> is it right? Any other piece? Uh, yes. Will Smith's 1997, just the two of us, is about his eldest son Trey. Right. Uh, that's I, that's not even a peeve. No, but. No, because that's what you said, but Joe was disagreeing. Yeah, so. I know, I know, oh, no, but I, that, that was... I, I think I verbally I think, slapped him yeah, down. Yeah, I think I, I, I accepted it at the time. If you uh, listen to it, it sounded like... But was... I'm happy for the confirmation. Yeah. Yeah, there thanks for the confirmation. No worries. You should know better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... I just... In my head, I thought he'd done uh, a John Lennon when John Lennon wrote Beautiful Boy about uh, Sean... That's and, a nasty thing. I don't. And think, Julian Lennon. Was I don't very think much Will alive. Smith has ever abused any of his partners, so he has not done a John Lennon. <laughs> oh, oh. He's cheated though, has he? Allegedly. No, I think they're in. Although oh, no, no, they have an open relationship, so it's exactly. not, so it's not technically cheating because yeah. they both they both consent to it. It's weird, isn't it? One of them named... Hollywood secrets. Yeah. Right. Mm. That, that everyone knows. So it's not really a secret. It's one of those yeah. Hollywood facts. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird as well because they named they they Will and Jada. And they name their kids Willow and Jaden. Yes. Yeah. Nice little symmetry. And then you've got just Trey in the middle. What? They forgot about Trey. <laughs> oh, that's very <laughs> <Yes>. good. 
Yes. Very well done. That'd have been brilliant had he not been in the middle. Uh, Trey's the older son. Oh yeah, no, I mean, um, so in age age range from Will, from that's not how to Ranger. Youngest. No, that's not how Ranger. He's the top. He's not in the middle. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the five of them as a family, oldest to youngest. They're not the family. That's why just the two of us exists. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, let me take you through. Right, so <laughs> Trey is not. Uh, okay, out of the five of them daughter. in the house, whether they're a family or not, all five of them are in a house. He is in the middle, age right, age wise. So Trey lives in the house with them. If they're all in the house <laughs> having dinner, he doesn't have to live with them. He could just be visiting. But if the five of them are in a room together, he is in the middle. True, but would you? But does he consider Jaden, uh, Jada, family? Doesn't matter. We're talking. We're not talking about family. We're talking about age. Guys, and he's in the middle. <laughs> guys, we had put such emphasis on keeping it tight Keep this week. It what tight. is going on? We have Keep got half an hour, and this is our only window. That's What's, true. Uh, how has your week been, Tom? Yeah. You drove to Yeovil. Drove to Yeovil. And you're bad at conversation. That's where we left off. Bad at conversation. um, But I'm better at conversation with you guys. Not today, apparently. No. um, (laughs) I have got a little quiz, uh, quick quiz for you guys, though. Excellent. So uh, me and Elsa started watching, she watched the first series of something this week. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to give you a guess. Children's TV program. Yeah. Would it, uh, one that we would have watched when we were younger? Possibly, because okay. uh, it came. The first episode was in 1943. Oh my word! Can you guess? What Andy the... Pandy. No. Um, Bill and Ben. No. Um, uh, no. Rainbow's too. Rainbow's too recent. What was the? Well, oh, God. Thomas Tank Engine. No. No. There was a really creepy one. It's got puppets, right? No. That... Oh. Um, oh. Blue Peter. No. Uh, what's the? Okay, English or American? Uh, I don't want to give any clues. You. I reckon you'll get you. you I. Pra- I expected you to say it just then. Because you were, we were, in the, we were on. You had the the rhythm of going to say it, right? So Andy, Pandy, Bill, and Ben. But he Did, said we, no what puppets. What are the TV shows that? I, yeah, no TV, sh- no puppets. I'm just trying to think of the kids' TV shows that I would have seen as a kid, but I've also seen footage of in black and white. That's yep. You're on the right, right, right tracks. Mm. Animated. 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 Black and white animated. Um. Oh. Wait, like like Looney Tunes or mm, no? Oh, that, yeah, that was a good guess. Disney though. cartoons, no. Disney home that video was a good guess. Is it a TV TV series? A series? I think it had had a film in the nineties. Pokemon. Um, oh, this is hard. Ducktales had a film in the nineties. They did. Or was it the late eighties? I can't actually remember. Uh, it was nineteen ninety. Oh, nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah, so it was the late eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I, I'm stumped. I'm stumped. I'm trying to think. All of... Right, let's do Andy Pandy. Yep. Bill and Ben. And another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but think of the rhythm you're doing that. Not Andy Pandy, not Bill and Ben, but... Oh, so it's going to begin with C? No. I thought you were going alphabetically. No, I'm just Andy. saying it's got names in the title. Oh, okay. Um... Ren and Stimpy. No. Pete and Pete. Dick and Dom. Uh... <laughs> Zig and Zag. <laughs> 1943. <laughs> He said not puppets. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're not real. As we know, have been around since the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Decorated war heroes. <laughs> true, it was them and Elvis in the army together. <laughs> um, right. Oh, God, oh, I can't, I'm, I'm I can't, stumped. Tom. Tom and Jerry. Tom oh! and Jerry. I 
can't believe I thought you I thought oh this is I was annoyed because I thought oh you're going to get it because you went Andy Pandy Bill and Ben I thought oh he's going to I was thinking it. English stuff though yeah, yeah. That's, that's your problem Joe <laughs> always thinking broaden your mind <laughs> also uh, we watched uh, me and my daughter watched Hook again yesterday yes her choice uh, in the scene yeah. when Peter creepily goes and gives um, uh, Wendy's granddaughter a kiss when yes. she's asleep Yes, mm. I remember. She's that. got a Beatles poster behind it. What uh, what Beatles poster is oh, it? Oh, good it's lord! It's got a, uh, emblazoned with a song title, but I think it's a song. Yeah, it's an album. So I... right, my guess would be Hard Days Night. Your guess is absolutely correct. Bish bash. <laughs> and I think it might bosh. have been the film poster, Mark, rather than the. Uh, it Hard wasn't days. wasn't the album cover with all their faces. Oh, it's got all their faces on. Yeah, is it? As, but like, I think all their faces are across the top, and it's Hard right. Days yeah, Night. no, because the cover is like you know like um, the passport pictures like so there's four of each of them sure speaking of the beatles joe yes keep it tight keep We're it giving tight joe this is a new new segment that's it's only ever a new segment it's only going to exist in this episode <laughs> but uh, by the way pat I, you missed a good um and some say oh it oh, was very good listen back to it I'll make sure you back. listen this week yeah. <laughs> listen every week good man uh, one, one, it is a good one. It's probably the one most disgusting <laughs> one. He's done. It's the most disgusting one he's ever done. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I can't wait. Um, but this is Joe's no, this is... Beatles fact. <laughs> so, what, what was Joe's Beatles? I was going to do it in Geekery. No, no, no let's, don't let's soil let the name of Geekery. This is, but it is good because this week, uh, well, now last week for listeners, uh, it was the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road, which was okay. the last album the Beatles recorded. So, when was that released? 69. Uh, Okay, so seventy then. <laughs> Close. Close. <laughs> Two years away. I was so hoping. That was... <laughs> it was the last album they recorded. It wasn't the last album they released. The last album they released was Let It Be. That was an album they recorded and then shelved. And then oh, gave, really? gave to Phil Spector to put all the strings on and stuff. Oh. But yeah, by the time that had come out, they were pretty much done. Which like They did the rooftop gig and that was that. Um, but what, what I thought was... Uh, Interesting. There was like a, there was a found tape. This happened. This came out a couple of weeks ago. There was this tape that was found mm. um, by this guy. Uh, what's his name? I've written. Did it have the Barno Shuffle on it? It didn't have the Barno <laughs> Shuffle. We, we spoke about that earlier. Yeah, um, that was a callback. <laughs> right, I was going to say, let's, let's careful how how wide we open that door. But <laughs> it was uh, it, this guy, uh, Beatles biographer Mark Lewis Hone or Own, I think his name is. Um, but it basically changes the way people look at the breakup of the Beatles. It's really interesting. Basically, Ringo had gone to hospital for some reason to get some tests done. Hmm. And they'd had a meeting uh, that they'd recorded on tape for the purposes of Ringo being able to hear it. And it, uh, Abbey Road wasn't going to be their last ever album. They were planning on doing one more record. But Lennon apparently said, we want to get rid of the Lennon-McCartney myth hmm. and give uh, each member four songs for the record. So it'd be 12 right. songs and an extra two if Ringo wanted to write a song. Right. Uh, which, which I thought was bloody fascinating. But there's also like a little argument apparently in the tape where uh, Paul says, I thought until this album, being Abbey Road, uh, that George's songs weren't that good. Uh, and then so that means that Paul McCartney didn't really like While My Guitar Gently Weeps, Happy Just to Dance With You or Tax Man. But apparently George responded with uh, saying that nobody really dug Maxwell's Silver Hammer, which was on Abbey Road. But basically, that could all be ball S. Uh, but this is, this tape was released for a show, or this guy's promoting this the existence of this tape for a show that he's done, a show that I'm not interested in seeing, but I do really want to hear that tape. So if any listeners out there can get hold of this tape, do. I'm sure once the show comes out, the tape will be clipped and 
put on YouTube or I, something. I bloody hope so. I really want to hear yeah. that meeting. It sounds really I, I read, and horrible. I don't know. Yeah, it's I read, weird I read sitting down article. and listening to a bunch of people having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for me. <laughs> bickering. Yeah, but bickering over, over who was late and who, was, <laughs> who couldn't the make hospital. the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, I mean, that would have fit perfectly into geekery, but uh, n- no, because <laughs> <laughs> no, you hadn't played the jingle. Exactly. No, you can do point. that now, though, if you want. Let's do it. Nerd! There are two kinds of tongues: and bird. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd? Pardon me. Right, the bit well, the big geek news. Apart from Abbey Road's fiftieth anniversary, hey, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Apparently, there's a tape. It's forty-nine years to Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I wanted to say fifty-one, but no, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just because if you start from one to ten, ninety-one doesn't have a ten. It's yeah, but that's not how years work. No, but if you're counting, so you've up... entered a different decade. <laughs> I've not invented a decade. Gone in 60 was released in June 2000. Right. Okay. Last year. <laughs> the 90s. <laughs> the, w- the way you've got to look at it is when once we've hit 91, mm. we've had one year of the 90s. That's ticking off the years. Yes. So the end of the nine, yeah. that's the 10th year. And okay. then you tick it off and you go into the next one. See, it's easy. So you're saying I'm not 31 anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the big news came out yesterday. Uh, Spider-Man's back. Yes. yes. Homecoming. Again, back to Marvel. They sorted it out. Which I'm so happy. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it. I, I was, but not this soon. But I kind of feel like they floated the whole, yeah, Spider-Man's out to see what reaction would be to give either side leverage in negotiations. Sure. Hmm. Um, so, and then, yeah, when everyone was obviously devastated. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see who, who made the move, who actually... Who budged. Who budged. Um, because, yeah, it would have been so annoying to have ended Far From Home like that and, and have no recourse for it and, and no, you know. Well, the, or, or just not have Spider-Man turn up in, like, like say, like, you want to yeah. launch another character that people aren't that familiar with, so you do, like, oh, Spider-Man's going to be in it as well. Same way they had Iron Man in Homecoming. Sure. Just yeah. having Spider-Man at your disposal in Marvel movies is... Um, so lucrative. Yeah, mm. and in, in wrestling terms, that would be like putting them over. Yes. So you'd get, you'd like yes. when, a, when a new guy wants to make a name for himself, they, they get a big character like, I don't know, like Steve Austin or something to put them over, as in this character beats Steve Austin. Yeah, right. and then sometimes you go, well, he shouldn't have beaten him. You're putting him over, but mm. it doesn't make sense. Cause it's, so, say, say like Brad Pitt beating Bruce Lee. <laughs> That's like, well, yeah, you're putting Brad Pitt over, but at the expense of Bruce Lee, and you're trying to bring down Bruce Lee's mystique here. Um, no, because it wasn't Brad Pitt. It was the fictional character, Cliff Booth. And fictional characters are capable of you anything. Got, you got yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Are capable of anything. We'll just make him capable of beating Bruce Lee in a fight. Yeah, why not? Yeah, He's not real. Would you, why not? Because it brings down the mystique of Bruce Lee. What, Br- Bruce Lee? That's like saying Godzilla could kill Bruce Lee. Godzilla's not real. Yeah, so, but Godzilla... Godzilla could, though. Godzilla could beat Bruce be Lee. So why couldn't Cliff Booth... Because who is Cliff Booth? Exactly, he's a fictional character he's with the abilities to be to beat up Bruce Lee, and he didn't even beat him up. They drew, Ex- yeah, only because everyone stepped in. Originally, he was meant to beat Bruce Lee. Originally, uh, there are all kinds of yeah. plans for originally. It doesn't matter what the original plan was. The final result is what it should be judged by. 
Yeah. Imagine if we judged Harry Potter I am by the firmly, original plans. Firmly judging it. Firmly <laughs> judging it. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically the reason I wasn't expecting it to happen was because I remember when the first Spider Man came out and we would we would all talk about, Oh, wouldn't it be great if they could do this film? Mm. Or like when remember when we saw I Am Legend and they had the Batman and Superman poster and like, Oh, it'd be great <laughs> if they excited. could do a film together. <laughs> yeah, that was a shame. <laughs> but it was uh, just I never thought and talking to my mate um Matt, who actually sent us a lovely email this week. I haven't spoken to him in years, but uh, he sent a lovely message to the podcast. Uh, when I used to talk to him about comic books and stuff, because he was the the go-to guy for comic book knowledge, uh. it was just like, oh, they'll just never make these films, will they? And it just seemed like Marvel had taken their time, acquired the rights to the, the right characters, and released the films. It was like... This will never happen again. We'll never have 10 years of quality movies like this ever again. Mm. So when Spider-Man left, I was like, oh, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, so th- these films are going to start getting rubbish again. And- the Infinity Ooh. Saga is, has ended. The story they started telling has ended, and they've, they've lost a whole bunch of characters. It did feel like an ending. Mm. Getting, yeah. yeah, keeping Spider-Man to cover that, to paper over that crack is... Um, well, it's, cr- it's I, crucial, yeah. It's maybe more exciting. I finished watching Aquaman this week. and oh, you did? Well, I just make I I think Jason Momoa, like he is so charismatic and brilliant, but they just he barely said anything in the whole entire movie. Yeah, if you actually break break down his words, his dialogue in that film, yeah. there's a lot of uh, like a lot of um you know piffy one liners, Bond one liners when he's you know permission to come on board that oh, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't really say much at all throughout I, the whole movie. I kept cracking up during that movie because how many they do it about seven times I think. How many scenes? get interrupted by something exploding right next to his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly we're in an action scene that you didn't expect yeah, three it, seconds ago. It, could, it, it really could have been... It had, you know, it had Kidman in it, it had him, it had Defoe. Like, there was yeah. a lot of ingredients to it, yeah. you know, but it just was a bit of a mess in the end. But hopefully, maybe, you know, second time round. I just think with origin stories, you do have that leeway of going, right, we've got the chance to, you know... But it just was a mess. It was. Just a I think. A... I think it was the first DC movie to to cross a billion dollars since Dark Knight. Wow! So it will definitely be getting a sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. also just Jason. It's a, Jason Momoa would be great in the Marvel universe. <laughs> Jason Momoa, because he is good. Yeah, I would have. Um, He's got rock like charisma. Yes, he has got rock like charisma. And I, I would like to see him and the Rock together. Mm. Um, especially because what was one my. my my uh, gripe about Hobbs and Shaw is I expected a bigger role for Roman Reigns, but he's not really in it, is he? Mm-hmm. He's just, he's, he's like a... He's, they he's look just, quite similar, don't they? They both have the big muscles and the long hair. Long hair. And the beard. Yeah. Um, both, they could do a good film together. They could do a good film As together. brothers. I'm going to write one. Write it now. <laughs> write do, write do the theme now. song. <laughs> oh my God. What if, what if Rock joined um, the Fantastic Four as Thing? What if Rock played a man made of rock? Just it would it still wouldn't make. They are never going to make a good Fantastic Four movie. Do you think even with even with yeah. Marvel spearheading it themselves? No, no. I just think I think it's done because it, it, it. Yeah, they were bad. Just put films. it to the side. Just put it to the side. I mean, as much as I like the idea of Rock playing a man made of rock, yeah, yeah. I'd also we'd be missing the people's eyebrow. That's true. You didn't. Would have any you eyebrows? Did, why would you? Why would you cover up the biggest film star in the world? Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> insanity. Uh, so, yeah. No, I'm. I, I'm just not that interested in the Fantastic Four. Really. No, I remember what I, what I used to watch the the TV series, um, or the cartoon series. But yeah, the the first movie came out, and it was just, it was it was very um, how they used to do superhero movies, wasn't it? 
Mm. You know, superhero, you know, you go from um, uh, Daredevil, um, just standalone. And that's what actually Aquaman felt like a throwback to. Yeah. It felt like a throwback to those movies where they didn't put any groundwork, even though they've introduced him in Justice League. And to be fair, he was one of the best bits of the Justice League. It just felt that there was nothing more to it. It was just like, it was just... it didn't feel like they were building to anything. So even though... He doesn't really have a character, does he? He doesn't really no, go on a, on a journey in that movie. Not at all, really. Even though you show... Because what they did is they spliced it up and they showed his training throughout the movie in flashback sequence. I thought, just deal with the flashbacks and then show him. Yeah. Do, do a Batman Begins. Or, or they did the same thing with Wonder Woman. Show her as a kid at the start and then she's, she's an adult for the rest of the movie. Yeah. But get all the kids' storyline in at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. That's, that's definitely what I would have done. Um, was uh, was there any? I'm just, oh, sorry, I'm just conscious of time. Was there yeah. any other geekery this week? Oh, there was a couple of things, but we can uh, we can gloss over them quite quickly. Uh, Kevin Feige. So from Marvel to Star Wars, Kevin Feige is going to be producing a Star Wars movie. Yes, uh, as part of Lucasfilm's big. They're still making all these extra spin-offs. It's and whatnot. definitely a movie, not going to be part of the Disney Plus stuff. It l- sounds like a movie. Okay, but cool. maybe n- more information will come out. Okay. And um, the original Jurassic Park trio. Yes, uh, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, yeah. and Jeff Goldblum again are returning for Jurassic World three, and Jurassic not World. just cameos. It's been confirmed. It's been conf- yeah. They're actually going to spend more than a day on set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which Hopefully. is, I <laughs> mean, Thomas, you said when we talked about it that it reeks of uh... it. It reeks of hitting the reset button. Yeah, because no, I think if you were going to introduce those into the trilogy, you'd have done it in the first film. Yeah, and I'm, that I'm... was you know completely on its own. I get that, but I just, you know, I want to follow all of these characters again. Mm. You know, that was, you know, my problem with the initial sequels is that you weren't following all of those characters. Because what makes the first one great, not only that it's just a really enjoyable film, but their relationship. And yeah. you never you never saw any more of it. No, and, and you'd hear about it, like, especially in the third one, when Sam Neill came back and he was with that kid and they were talking, they started like... Um, taking the piss out of uh, Goldblum's book. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah, Malcolm released the book. And it's like, okay, so you guys clearly still have some relationship and uh, residual feelings about each other after this life-changing event, yeah. surely, yeah, that yeah. you went through. Why don't we see them all together again? Um, oh, I'm glad they're coming back. Hopefully hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully they're not just back just for the sake of it. Hopefully they actually have something to do with the story and they're not just going to be you know, Cat- cameos. Gl- glitter on the, on the shite. <laughs> yeah, because just bringing just bringing back someone that. doesn't just bringing back someone doesn't help it. Like, no. you know, let's be honest, uh, Luke Skywalker was woefully underused in Last mm. Jedi. That was horrible. What a waste of Mark Hamill's time. Exactly. Uh, what a waste of everyone's time. Yes. <laughs> so I, think I spent more time watching that in the cinema than Mark Hamill spent on set. Like, if Sam, yeah, yeah if Sam <laughs> Neil has gone through all these films, three films where he's survived the dinosaurs. For them to then kill him off in this film would make me go, <sighs> yeah. Right. That, and that, that's that's the one benefit is <laughs> the way that the second one ended, as awful as the second one was. There is no reason for any of them to go back to the island. No, like, the amount yeah. of times they've gone back, <laughs> it's like what would you be expecting? But now the dinosaurs are on the mainland; they can't avoid it. So maybe that's what brings them back into the story. Stupidest storylines ever, <laughs> so ever in film. I don't care. Kill the dinosaurs. Just kill them. I don't care. Or leave them for the volcano to erupt. How have they... Just... Also, how have they spread so much that they're, like, terrorising people? Like, it was it was uh, one mansion full of dinosaurs, right? Yep. So a couple of big ones. The army could take them out in no time. How are, they, the get, how are they spreading? How are they spreading? 
stupidest thing. <laughs> like, just stupid. I actually love how stupid it is. I'm really looking forward to the third one. I, I, I almost don't want it to be a, a quality film. I want it to just be as dumb as hell. I got I got this email uh, Go or this message. Um, do, do you remember uh, Matt Russell? Yeah, we used to hang out with him a lot. I worked with him for you a number of years. He went to our secondary school. He was in a couple of years above yeah. us, wasn't he? Uh, um, I was in uh, primary school with his sister. She was in our year. Yes, of course. Yes, I remember her. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt's messaged us. Nice. Um, and uh, this, you know, it's as funny as you'd expect it to be. Matt was ba- Matt was one of the funniest guys I ever worked with. Uh, uh, in HMV, and uh, him, Pat, and I used to have a lot of cigarette breaks while you worked in the shop. Uh, just direct, opposite, just opposite us. Those were good we times, to, simple times. And we would see him on like the uh, what was it, the indie nights at the Rat and Parrot. He'd be down there. Yeah, as well. of course, he was always there. Um, he, do you know? I, he famously, uh, not famously, he. I only ever received two phone calls from him. It will uh, be famous in a minute. It will be famous in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I was on the I was on the same bus coming back from university all the time. I was only working part time at the shop while I was at university. Uh, and one time he phoned me to tell me um, that Alan Moore had just come in to the shop. Oh yeah, and Matt had managed to get him to sign a copy of The Watchman for him. Yeah, and we talked he, about that a few weeks ago, which was was ridiculous and then he phoned me again a couple of months later and that was to tell me that he'd just quit and that was rubbish <laughs> uh, so both phone calls were rubbish <laughs> that oh. he gave me uh, but he messaged us saying uh, greetings <laughs> um, I write to you from an ever decreasing circle of shame admittedly I had started to listen to your podcast when it started but then I had to start raising a child so I got sidetracked sue me <laughs> I didn't know he had a kid. He had a Congra- kid, baby. Oh, congratulations, man. It's a, look, it's an old child now. It's an old child. <laughs> it's 60 years old. It's <laughs> like got that Benjamin Button thing going on. Um, no, I haven't, I haven't actually seen him since uh, he had the kid. We went for drinks maybe two months before it was born. Right. Uh... But yeah, I've, I've, I follow on Facebook. I see updates. It's a happy, and yeah, healthy, I'm, and cute kid. I'm not on Facebook. How, how late is uh, congratulations? What's the window? I think it's fine. As long as you've had no contact with this person saying congratulations is fine. Congratulations, man. There you go. I've started a new job in London recently, so I figured I'd start from the beginning again so as to truly get the feel for it. And felt it up, I well and truly have. <laughs> I, th- I think I've managed to hit 29 or so in just under two weeks. So I figured I'd write and tell you the effect this, uh, tell you the effect this has had on me so far. While I enjoyed the episodes on books, I had to admire from afar as I've never actually read them. Come oh. at me, I'll meet you outside the fast food establishment in Crayford. Good luck figuring out which one. <laughs> After finishing the books, after finishing the books, so obviously the McDonald's. (laughs) It's always the McDonald's. (laughs) After finishing the books episodes and moving on to the film ones and hearing the borderline disdain I felt universally towards them over the books, I felt wounded. I had previously sat through a seamless marathon of every film whilst waiting for my partner to to hurry up and deliver our child, (laughs) give you some idea of the waiting time, and I thoroughly enjoyed them all. I figured the only way I could understand would be to, at the age of 34, finally read the books. So, entirely thanks to you lot, I've just finished the first book and have moved straight on to the second. Wow. Just look at what you've done. That's brilliant, <laughs> isn't it? Um, look what we've done. I love it. Uh, having known me for a while now, you must know this is no small feat you've accomplished. If this is to be read out at all, I look forward to hearing it in about a year. So, yeah. <laughs> he also said, uh, this is, I don't remember you saying this, but... 
I know you have said it, and I know we've said it in private a lot. I really am so very truly sorry. <laughs> a reference that made me laugh out loud on the bloody train, Pat, for taking so long with it all. <laughs> but it's happening now, so crack a smile, won't you? <laughs> Bludgingly yours always, Matt Russell. Bludgingly. Oh, what a, what, a, what a guy. What an absolute human. He is a great man. We, he's someone we should get on the podcast at some point. He has some he, funny stories. It seems every time he gets on public transport, something happens. And you've got to think the common factor is him. Uh, no, no, no. I blame public transport. Till the day I die, I will blame public transport for all the no, world's woes. Matt is the uh, the hero we need, not the hero we deserve. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to putting people in their place on public transport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And his uh, phrasing... Oh, do you know, he's. we've definitely got to phone him up at some point just to hear one of his travel woes. It would be very funny. That could be That could be a whole new segment. That travel could woes. be a segment. Yeah, only a monthly one. but Only has to be month, if even monthly. Yeah. But I, I, do you know what I quite like about this podcast is that we're building this nice big family. Mm. You know, because we've got, you know, we've got Lupin. Yeah. We've got Beardy D and MSC. We've got all Taylor, of our American correspondents. The, Taylor. Catherine. Catherine, of course. Uh, we've got our Dutch correspondents. I like I I think I see them as contributors now. Yeah. Like I mean, well, Lupin's given us a flipping feature for the last two months or something. I mean, well, how much do we rely on just emails in general? People oh write in God. and they send us funny stuff, we or have, they send us great stories. We've and, run out of actual conversation. Yeah. When was the last time we spoke about school? That's what this whole podcast meant to be about. It was <laughs> just nostalgia. Oh looking back, we ran out of funny stories. Or what? Uh, do you know what? I bet there's some nestled away somewhere. There will that be that we've forgotten about. And how someone many will remind are... us of? How many are allowed to be told? <laughs> we can <laughs> be careful problem. with it. I bet there there must be some hidden stories. Yeah, like out of could... out of respect for the deceased, we'll change the names. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be careful with the stories. I don't think anyone that has died, and unfortunately, some people have died since we went to school. Uh, I don't think any. I don't think we knew them though. I don't think they would have been involved in any of our funny stories. No. Some of them would were in jail though. <laughs> not really. Yeah, not really a funny story. But I do like. I do get a little thrill out of telling people, like when people say, "Oh, the school they went to was pretty rough." Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, three kids from my class are in prison. <laughs> not just three kids from my year. Three kids from my class. <laughs> three kids from your class. Well, one for murder, one for the worst thing, yeah. and one for arson. Who's in prison for arson? Um. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. I remember, and, and, I remember. And so they say, burn down the wrong house. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so infitting. <laughs> All right, so anyone who's never played New Pensive before, I'm going to give Tom and Joe a movie and a song that were number one at the same time, and they've got to figure out when that is, and then they've got to figure out what Harry or people around Harry Potter were up to. In the chronology of the books. Pat so, is conscious of time. You'd be so good at reading T's and C's at the end of a radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks. thanks yeah. Right, mate. He's just not that? good at reading bus time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at reading them. They're not good at following them. Right. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Right, Keep your number tight. one movie is The Empire Strikes Back. 1980. Your number one single. 70s, eh? <laughs> <laughs> your number one single, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. Oh, the ah, re-release, 97. Yeah. Yes. Yes, man. But when in 97? Uh, well, New Hope was uh, Easter holidays. 
so yeah, and we, did they release it. them every two weeks or did they, they were very close? Month? They were very close together, if I remember. They were close because the week before, McDonald's had the toys out, if I remember. Right, and the week before the date I'm looking for, Empire was still number one. The week after Return of the Jedi was number one. Right. Oh right, so they okay. are very closely right. Um, uh, so I'd, I, my guess would be like April May sort of time. 97. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Battle of Hogwarts. Um, no, I think we've had Battle of Hogwarts before in New Pencil. Also, have I got the year wrong again? No, 97, you're right with the year. Yeah. Okay, right, okay. Um, it's it's not a um, major event I'm looking for. Okay. Oh, uh, going, uh, they meet... Oh. So, Ron comes back, um, they met... Uh, meet Dumbledore's brother? Mm, I'm pretty sure we did the, the going through the portrait before. When they walk through the portrait into Hogwarts, because that was when they see meet Dumbledore's brother. Ninety-seven. Uh, you so guys are a little off with your book. Oh, um, are we? I thought you said about ninety. Oh, right. Yeah, Battle of Hogwarts is ninety-eight. Is it? It is. It is right. That's what. That's what I said. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. So end of right. So, um, but not a major event. So not Dumbledore dying. Uh, so yeah, it'll be. Um, so we definitely, I definitely remember we've had the night where he. Um, oh no! So it's not major. So it's not when Ron nearly dies, but because that was Valentine's Day. Yes. So after Valentine's Day, we had um, the character. Okay, let me try and give you a clue. The character would probably consider this a major event, but in terms of the story, it isn't. Okay. But the character would be very interested in this. The uh, so six, Mal- Malfoy gets the yeah Malfoy fixes the wardrobe or yeah. the, the the cupboard um mm. something around them lines uh what happens at the end of number six apart from so Ron nearly gets poisoned at Valentine's Day him and oh uh maybe him and um thingy split up oh yeah did that happen or was that no was that close shall I just tell you yeah, I push yeah. the time. It was the 21st of April, 1997. Hermione passes her apparition test. Uh, oh, no, we would never have got that. And Ron, <laughs> Ron didn't. Um, do you want to do a second one? or should we just Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number one film is Passenger 57. Oh, oh, God. Uh, the week before was Indecent Proposal. Okay, so early 90s. And the number one single, All That She Wants, by oh, Ace of Base. Baby. That reeks of 93 baby. in my head, or 92. Correct, 93, sir. yes. Right. Um, okay, so 93... Tom, uh, that's, summer. that's a summer song, surely. Summer, summer '93 is so. I, I I always have time. So it's '91, '92 is the first book. '92, '93 is the second. So the yes, yeah, so yes, the coverage so. of '93 is the end of book two, beginning of book three. Yeah, so we're thinking summer. So, um, so it's either the very end of book two or the very beginning of book three. Yeah. Yes. What were we thinking? In end my in my head, Hag- Hagrid that- returns to Hogwarts after being in Azkaban. You're you're very close. Oh, you're very Tom. close. Um, you're like a couple of pages away. I was. They I was... they leave Hogwarts to go home. No. no. Oh, that back that way. Um, yeah, back the other way. Back the other way. Um, they. Uh, Harry wakes up in the hospital wing after. Being... Very close. Oh, uh, come on. Uh, the day before we break. <laughs> <laughs> All no, exams are cancelled. Stick stick in the hospital. It's going on in the hospital. Um. Uh, oh, they all wake up. 
Hermione wakes up from being petrified. 29th of May, 1993. Yes. The victims of the basilisk yes. were unpetrified. Nice. Yes. Because I was, I was going to say that that song reeks of uh, has a an end of school year disco. Feel yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. Uh, so yeah, good. Okay, right. Thanks, Lupin. Let's have yes. a musical break and then we'll go and have a lovely quiz. Right, guys. Yep. It's your classic buzzing. Pat, do you want to quickly take a uh, take your snitch? Um, okay, classic buzzing. This is uh, all based on the Forbidden Forest. All these Ooh. questions. Okay. Um, oh, Pat, have you took a? Uh, I've just, just, just got one. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, question one. Fing- uh, fingers on lips. Uh, who lives in a small wooden house on the it- top? Hagrid. Correct. Uh, which magical creatures prefer a woman's touch? Eh. Tom. It's uh, unicorns. Correct. Oh. Uh, three. What is the name of Aragog's wife? Eh. Tom. Mirtha? No. I don't know. Mosag. Oh. Oh. with them. Oh, very good, though. Uh, in Philosopher's Stone, who does Harry eavesdrop on whilst flying above the Forbidden Forest? Tom. It's uh, Snape and Quirrell. He's absolutely smashing it. Wow. Five. Uh, what warning does Ferenz tell Harry and Ron to give to Hagrid? What <coughs> it? It's it's quite. It's vague. not working. That is, yeah. That well, I, I think I can give you that. His attempt is not working. He would do better to abandon it. I'll give you yeah. that. Tom, another he's point talk, for you. About Grawp, oh, he's talking it? about Grawp. Yeah, it's yeah. not working. Uh, six. Which spell does Umbridge use to trap? Uh, Magorian in ropes. I think it's Magorian. I've, my writing's bad. Ropes. What? Eh, Levy Corpus? No. No, not a, um, Silius. No. Uh, the clue would be incarcerates a person. So it'd be mm. incarcerous. Uh, seven. What colour sparks does Hagrid instruct students to eh. send up? Oh. Red. Incorrect. Pat. Oh. Gold? Nah, green. That was oh. a chance. Question eight. Red is danger. Uh, yeah. Green is the colour of Avada Kedavra? I don't know. Um, <laughs> hey, how does uh, how does Harry acquire six Thestrals to use as transport to the Ministry? Acquire? <clears throat> how does he get them? Does he use baits? Like, what's the bait? Uh, is it dead hairs? No. Uh, um, what? What? So, uh, really, the question should be: What, what, what would attract uh, Oh, blood. There you go. Tom gets it. <laughs> Sorry, it's a badly written question. Tom gets it. Uh, nine. How long does Voldemort give Harry to give himself up whilst waiting in the forest? Pat. One hour. There, finally. Got in. <laughs> Ten. Who says the forest's full of dangerous beasts? Everyone knows that. Is it Lucius Ma- uh, uh, Draco Malfoy? No. No. Is it Dumbledore? No, it's Percy Weasley. Wow. Okay, so uh, I think it's six one, five one. 5-1 to Thomas. So uh, four incorrect answers there, guys. And uh, now we'll move on to the snitch, which is your top trump card. Uh, and I will go for magic. Pat, who you got? Okay, well, I've got the minister of, for magic, okay. Cornelius Fudge. Magic, 52? Well, uh, some say this guy is the uh, Joe Power of Harry Potter because okay. when he's finished he rips his sock off in disgust and <laughs> threatens a child it's, it's Lucius Malfoy of 88 oh, oh god Tom, damn it he's that was the thing oh, was that a- he, when he's finished he pulls his sock off and threatens a child <laughs> pulls his sock off throws it away in disgust and threatens a child <laughs> 
That's horrendous. Oh, <laughs> so Tom, you have absolutely. To be honest, I think this the year of quizzing may be out of sight for Pat, but the, there's always time for me to ruin a year's yeah. work by adding <laughs> fifty point well, questions. Last, last week there was only six in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's a gap though. Oh, right. There's a gap, okay. uh, but we'll we'll address that in November when I start making the quiz really exciting. <laughs> Lovely stuff. I'm not yeah. going to mind the gap. Yeah. Um, just quickly, uh, on the day of release of this podcast, uh, I will be in Portugal at a wedding, and this day, Thursday, is the actual wedding day. So happy wedding day to Jack and Laura. Happy, happy wedding time, day. and I hope I don't spoil it with my drunken antics. Do you grab the tour? I think that might be a package I'm missing. Oh. Um, Oh, what's well, so Pat's left again? Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, it looks like quite a few packages. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah oh. got these presents for us. Oh, I'll have, the, I'll have the long one. I'll have the long one. Oh, thanks, uh, right. Uh, this uh, <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's just a poster. I don't think that's addressed to me, mate. No. Is it addressed to me? Hannah. Oh, then pop it down. <laughs> I don't know. I was just I wasn't saying can I open it? I was just saying is it's it a poster? A little bit I don't oh, know I don't know it. what it is. And I'm assuming that one's addressed to Hannah as well. But this one is for me and I know exactly what it is. What is it, Joe? All will be revealed. New segment. What's All will be revealed Joe's... in another episode oh. of this podcast. Oh. So it is presents for us. Who knows, mate? Oh. Who knows what it could be? I don't think it is. Oh, he's not that generous. <laughs> no. It's Polish. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, I didn't realise he did a sequel. Fair play. Oh, he had time to write the second book. I don't know. With all the stuff he had going on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Right, Fair wrap play. it up, Tom. The bunker years. <laughs> <laughs> all around. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Pod, or email us, Pod. Oh, I just remembered. Yes. BDD sent me a message. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he said, hi, mate. Really enjoyed uh, Really enjoyed you on Matt Hoss's podcast. Uh, I love Tomorrowland, but I've never seen A Wrinkle in Time, so we'll give that a go. Uh, Two Disney films that have Wrinkle slated. in Time got quite uh, average both, reviews. Both of them it? got average reviews. And thank you for mentioning Emma C and myself. Hope all is good. It is good, Beardy D. That's nice, Beardy D. Thanks for messaging just Tom and not me and Pat, who also said happy birthday to you, but never mind. Um, yeah, but we didn't mention him on no, the podcast. No, he, but I don't think he's listened to the happy birthday podcast yet. What a ah. subhuman scumbag. <laughs> Last week, lovely guy, a lovely subreddit. guy. What, what subreddit? Can we turn subreddit into an into an insult? Subreddit scum. Subreddit yeah, scum. Yeah, you subreddit scum. That's great, actually. I love it. Anyway, we, we were All goodbye. that remains to be said is, my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. But uh, I remember they were showing like examples of CCTV footage they capture on a bus of people doing the wrong thing. And one of them was a kid we went to school. And we all went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to bleep that name, obviously. Yeah.